0: بسم الله الرحمن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا الله فلا مضل له فلا له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله وما بعد قال الله في الكتاب الكريم بعد اود بالله ان الشيطان in Nafatahanaka, Patam Mubina, the Yahoo Fayaka Lahoma, the Kadama, the Mindamika, or Mata Akara, or Yin Manamata, Munaka, who are like a Yahdiaka, Shiraka Mustakima, Moyam Surakullahu, Nasran Aziza, Sadaka Lahuladin. In today's Umba, inshallah, I will cover a couple of incidents from the life of Rasullah Saddam. Uh, starting with uh, the Treaty of Hudaibiyah, uh or Sula Hudaymiyah and then I'll t- talk a little bit about Hilful uh, uh, al-Khudur These are two of the events or the subjects uh, they need some uh, clear understanding uh, before we start applying these <coughs> in current scenarios um, In many cases we find that uh, these two incidents Sulah and Fudul uh, the Hadith that Rasulullah mentioned about uh, that uh, pact or the confederacy that happened before Jahiliyyah and what Rasulullah said about it. Inshallah, well, I'll try to go give some explanation first, uh, 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 present the, uh, the incidents, and then uh, we'll try to, Inshallah, link it back to the current reality as well. Uh, when it comes to Sulah Fudayya. Uh, this uh, event in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that happened in the sixth year of uh, the Hijrah and uh, uh, in, the, in the month of the al and uh, this is after Rasulullah had the uh, battle of, uh, of the Khandaq or, uh, or was the Ahzab which is also mentioned Ahzab because there were many uh, groups uh, many tribes uh, including uh, the Mushrikeen of the Makkah uh, Watafan and uh, and the, and the Yehud in uh, the outskirts of Medina, they got together to attack the Muslims uh, at that time. Um, after that, uh, uh, um, in the sixth year, uh, Rasulullah uh, saw the dream, and uh, in that dream he was going towards the to, to the Umrah, and uh, Rasulullah mentioned this uh, dream to the Sahaba, and they prepared to go for the Umrah uh, in the sixth year of uh, hijra again. And uh, when uh, there were about the uh, different narrations, that talk about how many people were along with Rasulullah The reports, uh, some, some say 1400, some say 15 and 16 uh, or 17. Uh, regardless, most of them say about 1400 Sahaba, they went along with Rasulullah And uh, the wife of Rasulullah, Umm Salama, she went along with Rasulullah and he, he left. Uh, 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 there are different reports about that, but uh, one of the reports says Abdullah ibn al-Maktum as the caretaker of the Medina behind him. Uh, uh, but uh, that, that's uh, irrelevant to the talk that we are talking about today. We will stick with this subject of Ali here. So the main purpose of Rasulullah marching towards Mecca was was to perform uh, perform the Umrah and uh, when uh, uh, they, so they did not carry any of the weapons except the swords and those swords were in, in the sheath and this is uh, this was a norm for the key people to carry the swords it's not uh, for the war or anything but the norm was to carry the swords along with you. so and those uh, swords were in, in, the, in the sheath and also they had the uh, animals that you take for sacrifice the hadith along with them uh, which showed that Rasulullah was there for a very clear intention, their intention was not the war, But uh, when Rasulullah Sahaba they got to the place, the uh, and they uh, stationed there, uh, the people of the Makkah, they found out that Rasulullah is coming along with that many people, uh, and they had the fear that if, as if Rasulullah is going to attack the Makkah, uh, so they started uh, sending people, uh, they started gathering the uh, different tribes, and, uh, 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 and they also sent about 200 horsemen who were led by Khalid bin Walid, who was not a Muslim yet. And, uh, and he tried to reach and actually attack the Muslims, uh, but uh, uh, Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala protected the Muslims and they did not uh, fight with each other. And the other person who was, uh, uh, there was another uh, person who was there, uh, who wanted to, who brought different tribes, but uh, Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala did not want this war to happen between them. So Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam actually uh, moved to a different place, which is called uh, Shaniyatul Muammurah. And over there, uh, the camel of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam actually just stopped. <coughs> And it was not moving forward from there. And Rasulullah sallam, said that the one who stopped the, the elephant is the one who has stopped this camel as well, the camel of Rasulullah. Wa sallam. He was referring to the incident of uh, Amulfil when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prevented the camel from the attack of, uh, of of the Abraha, the king of Yemen at that time. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala according to the command of Allah that Camel stopped, and Rasulullah wasalam, actually stationed there with the rest of the Sahaba. And now uh, he sent the, uh, uh, one of the Sahabi to, to get the report what's going on. And uh, upon which actually the, uh, he found that these people of the Mecca actually they were preparing to fight. But uh, Rasulullah wasalam, was not there with the intention of fight at all to begin with. And uh, he was very uh, consistent about the stance that we are not here to fight. And then uh, they actually, the Kuffar of the Mecca, they uh, they sent uh, <coughs> they sent uh, Budel bin Warakar, uh, al- Al-Khuzai. Al-Khuzai, the Banu Khuzai, he was one of the allies of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa So they sent him to find out what are the intentions of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and what, why is he there. And Rasulullah was very clear to him to convince him that we are here only to perform the, the Umrah, and uh, upon which he went back and reported back to the Quraysh that Rasulullah is not here for the purpose of war, he's here only for this purpose. They were not happy with this answer, so they sent uh, al-Qais bin uh, uh, al qamar and uh, he, he came and he met with uh, Rasulullah and actually he was also very convinced that Rasulullah is here only for the purpose of, uh, uh, of, of the Umrah, performing the Umrah. And uh, he actually went back and he especially said to the Quraysh that if if they go for war, they are going to break the alliance with them. And that they will not allow this. Because for this to understand, we have to know the way the tribal system used to work in that time. Even the, the people who did not become Muslim, they were too much into following the... For uh, following their tribal uh, rules and uh, the tribal uh, norms that they had, including they had the thing of not to fight in the uh, sacred uh, sacred months, and Rukada was one of the sacred months. Uh, but again, uh, they were not happy with this answer either, so they sent bin uh, a and he came, and actually uh, very uh, interesting. Uh, 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 the way he was talking to Rasulullah he came and he goes, uh, he saw that Rasulullah was with people who were from different parts. They were not just from one tribe or something. So he saw the mix of people, including people from Ansar and Muhajirin, and the people from, even the, besides the people from Medina as well, in that uh, uh, 1,400 people. So he said, these mix of people are not going to go a lot, stay with you. They are going to desert you to Rasulullah sallam." and upon which uh, Umar, Abu Bakr Siddiq uh, the anhu, who was listening to this conversation and he actually cursed him the today's term that we, we, we use uh, the, the, the words if we read uh, uh, Sahih bukhari the section of Sulah Hudevia, we see that uh, Abu Bakr uh, replied back in a in a very bad manner in a bad manner sense of to insulting their gods uh, the, a lot and and uh, uh, that actually shows in certain circumstances it is allowed to even say, say those words. Because those words were said in front of Rasulullah and Rasulullah wasallam approved of those words. So this is one of the kinds of hadith we are aware of that the, if Rasulullah said something or he acted upon something, this is part of the hadith. And also the third one which is called the taqreeri, If he saw an action in front of him and he stayed silent. That is an approval from Rasulullah So Rasulullah approved that action also. Similarly, Urwa was also reaching towards the beard of Rasulullah sallallahu when he was talking, and Al bin misbah. Uh, when he saw that, he he actually had the scabbard of the sword and he hit him with it, so made sure that he does not do anything which can be disrespectful disrespectful to Rasulullah sallallahu But uh, at the same time, Urwa. He, he went back to, uh, went back to the uh, Meccans he said to them that the people that Rasulullah is surrounded with they are not going to desert him even though he came and said, said those words but he went with this uh, he, he saw that the way Rasulullah was even making wudu the water was not even falling on the ground somebody was there to catch it and uh, any command Rasulullah was giving them they were hurrying up to fulfill the command of Rasulullah <coughs> So they, they could not see, and the, and uh, even one of the sayings was said like this, that he's been to the palaces of Qasr, Wa and, and Najashi, and he has never seen a respect that Rasulullah was getting from the Sahaba of Rasulullah. He's never seen any of the kings even being respected the way Rasulullah was respected. So this is why he in back. That did not please them still, the the, the, the Meccans, because they, they they were carrying the grudge against Uh, The the, the Muslimin, they sent about 70 to 80 people towards (laughs) Rasulullah and they wanted to create a fight, somehow trigger the war. But Allah (laughs) helped Rasulullah and Sahaba and they were able to capture all of them. All who came to create the problem, they were captured. And because Rasulullah was there with a clear intention not to have the war at that time, not that Rasulullah did not have wars in the past or in the future, I'm not trying to say that. But that <coughs> time, when, when this Treaty of Khudabiyyah was happening, he was there with a very clear intention. This is why he actually released all those prisoners of war. To show the Meccans that this is why Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi here for for a very uh, clear uh, intention of uh, uh, doing the Umrah. Now, uh, upon this, uh, and, and Rasulullah also had this idea of if they are, they, are, they are willing to make a treaty, he will accept the treaty. Okay. Now, uh, upon this, uh, the Meccans, they sent, uh, before actually they sent uh, uh, Suhail bin Amr, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam sent uh, Uthman bin Affan to the Meccans to talk to them. And before Uthman, it was suggested that Umar should go, but Umar declined. Umar actually said that he does not have a strong family over there, and uh, it may not be a good idea to send Umar, so Rasulullah sallallahu chose Uthman to, to go there. And uh, Uthman had a very strong family, he was from Banu Umayyah and he went to Abu Sufyan. And he started explaining the purpose of Rasulullah sallallahu here. Now, they, they said, uh, Abu Sufyan told him to, you are allowed to go and perform the Umrah, but we will not allow the Rasulullah sallallahu and Sahaba. So, uh, Uthman's response was uh, that uh, how can he perform Umrah if Rasulullah sallallahu is not allowed? So he did not perform Umrah, but at that time, what happened was the rumor was spread, because Uthman uh, stayed longer, a rumor was spread as if Uthman was killed. So now, Allah, uh, Rasulullah ﷺ, he took the the from the, uh, from the Muslimin, about... Uh, Taking the revenge of the life of Uthman. And uh, that uh, bayah which was taken under the tree, and uh, that bayah was now to fight and take the revenge of the killing of Uthman. At the uh, uh, 1400 people who were there with and they all gave the b'ah except one munafiq, his name was Jab. Uh, he is the only one who did not give the Ba'a. And Rasulullah <laughs> extended his other hand to give the b'ah on behalf of Uthman عنه, as well. And uh, Allah subhanahu wa Taala talks about that Ba'a, which is called Ba'atul Ridwan as well, as, idh tahta that Allah is saying, certainly was Allah, pleased the believers, when they pledged allegiance to you, O Muhammad wa And uh, that uh, Ba'a uh, is called Ba'atul Ridwan, or Ba'atul Shajara as well. That uh, the one that was taken under the tree. But later on, Uthman, was of course he was alive, and he came back safely without any kind of injury. Nothing happened to him, and the Quraysh actually they sent uh, Suhail, uh, Suhail ibn Amr for uh, to to have a treaty with Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. When uh, Suhail uh, came, and uh, they, Rasulullah وسلم, accepted to have the treaty with them, and when the treaty was, uh, they were writing the treaty. It started all with Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. And his response was, uh, "We are uh, we, we don't know what Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim is. We are aware of the uh, the Allahumma. You can write this, but not Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim And Ali is the one who was writing, so it was scratched out, and they write the Akallahumma, that in the name of Allah, Allah only. Then Rasulullah sallallahu ordered to write that, that this is a treaty between the, the Meccans and uh, Rasulullah Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu Now. Suhail's response, by right the was, by the way, Suhail ibn Amr, he became Muslim later on. And he was one of the defenders when uh, <coughs> the whole uh, Mecca, most of the Mecca uh, and surrounding area, they were doing the ridda after Rasulullah passed away. And he was one of the people who gathered the people uh, to defend the Muslims. But at that time, he was not a Muslim. So Suhail ibn Amr, uh, he said, if we accept you Rasulullah, then we don't have to write any of this. So we know Muhammad ibn Abdullah, and upon this, Rasulullah said to scratch this out as well. And Ali refused to scratch Rasulullah's name. And upon that, Rasulullah asked to point him, and he scratched it out by himself. Uh, then, uh, uh, when the three was writing the other wording, which is the interesting words to know uh, or, or the the uh, the, the clauses, there were five clauses that says: number one, to lay aside from war and refrain from hostilities. During the period of the tools, which was about for 10 years. And if anyone from Quraysh, number two, anyone from Quraysh embraced Islam, came to Muhammad without the permission of his guardian, he wa sallam, would return him to them. If anyone from those with Muhammad sallam, came to Quraysh, they need not to be returned to Muhammad. Number three, whosoever wished from amongst the Arabs to enter into an ally, alliance with Muhammad sallam, could do so. And he who wished to enter in the alliance, uh, into uh, uh, with Quraysh could do so. Number four was that the Muslims and Muhammad Sallam, his companion, would have to leave Mecca that year to return the following year when they would be free to enter Mecca and stay there for three, three nights. They would be allowed to carry swords in their sheets and nothing more. Number five, the treaty was for a limited period of time, ten years, from the date of its conclusion. Now, when this treaty was signed, while it was actually not even written, signed yet, one of the sahab- uh, Sahaba, Abu Jandal, anh, who was the son of Suhail ibn Amr, the one who is from the Quraish that came to, to, to make the treaty. He became a Muslim, and he wanted to go along with the Muslims. Now, Suhail said that in the treaty, we have said, you, cannot go, you cannot, they cannot go to Medina if somebody becomes a Muslim. Upon which the Sahaba, especially Umar, was agitated for this. And he said, yes, he should go go with us, but Suhail was saying he cannot. And Rasulullah agreed with Suhail, because the wordings were agreed on, it doesn't matter if it's signed or not. And Abu Jandal was returned back, okay? Then uh, when this treaty was signed up, Umar and there were other Sahaba also, who did not like the wordings of the treaty, the clauses that were there in the treaty. And they were, uh, they were a bit frustrated to a point, that Umar bin Khattar anh, he went to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and he started questioning him. And he said to Rasulullah sallam, "That uh, aren't you the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa taala?" And Rasulullah said, Bala, "Why not?" And then Umar said, "Are not we on the right path, and they are on the wrong path?" Rasulullah sallam uh, continued on, and he was very patient with him. He was say that it was so, then shouldn't, Omar said, then shouldn't we suffer, Should then shouldn't, why should we suffer any humiliation in the matter of faith from them? So Allah's response was, I am the true messenger of Allah, and I will never disobey Allah, disobey Him. He shall help me. And then Omar goes, did you say that we will perform, Umrah, the pilgrimage? And he sh- uh, 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 Upon which Rasulullah sallallahu said, the, Yes, I did. But I did not say we would perform it this year. But Omar was not satisfied still. Now he takes his case to Abu Bakr Siddiq and he starts saying the way similar things. And Abu Bakr replied the similar way as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa replied. Now, here uh, I want to take a pause here. I don't want to go into the whole rest of the history of what happened after the Ibn Hudaybiyah. One point here to understand is, in this Sulah, Rasulullah was very clear that he is the Messenger of Allah and he will not disobey, which means that this is a command of Allah to follow (coughs) this treaty, the Sulah. It's not just an issue of a politically, he wants to do something. No, this is a command from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala directly that he had to follow the treaty here, and uh, upon which, uh, uh, when Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, when he revealed the ayat that I recited in the beginning of the khutbah, which was Surah Fatha. Surah fatha was revealed that says, "Inna Fathahil Laka Fathan Mubinah." That when these ayat were revealed, that indeed. This is the victory, a clear victory from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Many of the people used to think, as Sahaba discussed <coughs> later on, that as if that the Fatah Makkah was a victory. No, they said, Sulah was the victory. That was the victory from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When Umar heard these ayah, he got satisfied now. And later on, the rest of his life, he used to give charity, he used to fast, and he used to free slaves because of his attitude towards Rasulullah about Sulh Hudaybiyah, about the Treaty of Hudaybiyah. Now, in this Sulh or the Treaty, it is very clear that Rasulullah was not willing to compromise on anything. Sometimes people are using this treaty as a mean to compromise things. <coughs> to mean to give up on Palestine, for example, to the Yahud, or to give up Kashmir to the India, or to give up today Afghanistan and go and sign a treaty. See, this treaty had nothing to do with that. As a matter of fact, that brought Rasulullah in front of the Kufar of Mecca at the level now you were treating, treating Rasulullah as a state. You're not treating to him as an individual he's just trying to get rid of. Now you are at the equal level. And the repercussion of this treaty was that the, now the, the, the threat from the Quraysh was put on the side and Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi now was focused on the da'wah for the rest of the world as we see, he starts sending the letters to the kings of the of the, of the Qisra and, and, the, and the Habasha and the Islam started spreading very quickly and Rasulullah took care of all the, the difficulties the Yahud were creating around the Medina as well the Khaybar where they were trying to plot things against Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi with the Qatafan was taken care of right after the Sula'i Hudaybiyah so Sula'i Hudaybiyah is not that's something we can use and think that this is a, 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 something we can use to think that we can compromise on the deen of Allah Azza wa Or we can, we can put the, some of the hakam of Allah on the side just for our personal benefit. Similarly, the issue of hilf al very quickly, insha'Allah. When the, the, the issue of hilf al comes there, so Allah was in his uh, uh, 20s, as some of the reports talk about when this hilf happened, this uh, uh, Confederates or the pact happened. And this was happening because one of the persons came from outside the Mecca and he did some transaction with the uh, uh, bin wife, And he was not paying him off. When he was not paying him off, he came out in, in the Kaaba and he started asking people for the, for the help. And the, the war could have brought the, the because there because the, the Harb Fijar was happened like recently at that time as well. That, that went on for years and years. And the, and the Quraysh wanted to stay away from these kind of fights. Now, when this help was uh, was suggested in this pact, the conditions which are presented were this: very simple. It was that you that we will help together to whom anybody on whom uh, the oppression has been done, any weak has been taken, the rights of the weak has been taken. We will help them to take the rights. Now, these conditions are Islamically already okay, allowed in Islam. Islam actually pushes for that. Upon this Rasulullah actually mentioned that if this kind of a treaty is given to Rasulullah in Islam, he's talking about the help that he saw at the house of Abdullah bin Judan. That that health, that pact, if it's given to Rasulullah, fill Islam, in Islam, it means within the boundaries of Islam. It cannot be that something that contradicts Islam. So and Rasulullah said, then he would prefer that. Over oh, Human uh, al Na'am, which is uh, the, the, sometimes people translate as the, the herd of cattle or the red camel. And Rasulullah said he would prefer that, he will, he will respond to that kind of a treaty. It is allowed for him to respond. It is no different than many of the actions and the things that were allowed in the Jahiliyyah, by the way. And after Islam, Rasulullah approved of it, and we continue to do the, the things the same way. But now approval kind of came from where? From Allah and his messenger. Now it becomes Islamic. And so when we talk about this hilf, so Allah, wa sallam, very clearly is approving of it. So that makes it Islamic. Not that you can just make any, anything, any hilf and that says you have to follow this because it doesn't matter. No, it has to be within the boundaries of Islam. Which Islam allows us. So whatever we are talking about today, anything, it has to go along within the, within the boundaries of Islam. So today, if we are talking about participation in the Kufr system, by voting, we have to understand the hukum of Allah Azza wa Jal about that. Let's put all those things on the side, that whatever we carry, these, we can get this benefit or that benefit from Democrats or Republicans. Let's sit back at least, find out what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us. If it's a law from Allah fine, there's no problem. But what we see is the text of the Quran and Sunnah actually goes against it. Because hukum belongs to only Allah When we talk about these kind of a system where man is the one who is the source of making laws, that is not Islam. Islam does not allow that. So we cannot use Sulah Hudaybiyah and Hilf al to justify these kind of actions. <coughs> The only thing I would like all the brothers here to make sure, if you, even if you disagree with what I have said here, we should have always open discussions. Discuss with it according to the Quran Sunnah. Take it back to Quran Sunnah whenever we have a differences. And we may not be able to, you know, to satisfy it. At least we will make our judgment based on Quran Sunnah with knowledge. Not just because somebody said so. No, we have to answer Allah on the day of judgment. Nobody will be there to save us. Except whatever we have done in Allah, the only one who is going to save us. So we have to have an answer to Allah, not to, not to anybody except Allah. So when we are reading these incidents and trying to apply in today's life, we have to make sure that we are, the application is done correctly with correct understanding. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sira are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe.